This is eConverse, Digital Marketplace Success, a podcast brought to you by Vaso Group. Vaso Group is an all-inclusive e-commerce agency for both Amazon and Walmart.com, focused on helping you achieve success in marketplaces around the world. I'm Andrew Moore. We're turning the tables today to discuss connecting with customers through content. I'm joined by Pamela Moore, Digital Content Manager of Vaso Group and the usual host of eConverse. Okay, Pamela, what do we mean by content? Content is anything that is used to interface with the customer when they can't have direct contact with the item itself. So in e-commerce, you're looking at images and written content, videos demonstrating how something is used and the features and benefits and even product reviews classify as content. That's not something that we can directly influence from our position as an agency. We don't create the review content, but we can help people better understand the product so that there are fewer bad reviews, people whose expectations aren't met. With e-commerce, you can't go in and pick up the thing and see how the thing works and turn it around in your hands. That's what content does. It explains all of that. And sometimes when you're walking through a store, you want to know more about a thing and see, is this worth my investment? Is this going to take care of my needs? And you'll go online and you'll look up that particular thing and see how other people use it or find out what benefits aren't listed on the packaging in the store. Yeah, that's very true. People do that more and more. We see that both with Amazon being an enlightenment tool and also Walmart.com has that as a sort of an integrated part of their app. So yeah, that's very true. You mentioned reviews. How do reviews help fill in the content puzzle? Reviews express what a customer's expectations are for the product. Some of those expectations might be listed in the content, like you can use this measuring cup to measure liquids and solids. Or they may have hidden expectations, things that they expect it to do that it's not doing for them or it is doing for them. The reviews tell you that. They give you insight into the people who are actually spending the money hitting the purchase now button to get your product and you want to meet or exceed their expectations with what you have. We can use the information that we find in those customer reviews to better express to potential customers what the product does. That's very true. It's almost a goldmine of pain points sometimes with the reviews. Yes. It's good to pay attention to the positive reviews, which tells you how people are discussing the product as, as they're enjoying it, what, what features appeal to them. But also it tells you the negative reviews tell you, I need to address these points in the content so that a purchase doesn't become a negative review. Right. And you, you want to eliminate returns where you can, because when you get returns, you are sometimes asked to change your content so that it shows the right thing. Somebody returned it because they thought this was legal size instead of letter size. Well, is there anywhere in there that they could get the idea that it's letter size instead of legal size? Where where did things go wrong? And sometimes with the reviews, 
you see the same wonderful nugget of information over and over. People will say the same kind of phrase, or they'll, they'll, they'll say the same thing, maybe in slightly different ways. And that is something that's appealing. It's you're, you're hitting on multiple people's pain points. You're solving like this thing for them. So I've put stuff like that in the content. If somebody has a really great phrase that they use in describing the item after having a, an amazing experience with this product, then I'll find how to express that to potential customers so that they can, they're like, oh, oh, I'm like that. I need that thing. This, this makes sense to me. I'm going to hit buy now. That's great. That also sounds a little bit like problem solving. And I know you're a big fan of problem solving. You've mentioned it, you've, you've covered it a little bit with the reviews, but how does problem solving relate to content? You want to buy something because you have a problem. Even if that problem is <laughs> that you need to feel fulfillment at a certain hour or you see something and it excites you and the problem is that I don't have it now, I want a pair of leopard print pants or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Your product is solving problems for a specific customer who needs that thing. And the problem could be, how do I measure oil when I'm cooking in the kitchen and not have it stick to the inside of the plastic measuring cup? I need to find something that works for me. That's a problem. So when you're selling glass or metal measuring cups, you can say, oil washes off easily in the dishwasher. Boom, that is, that is exactly what someone like me needs. <laughs> Sell things to me. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think it was, uh, it might've been David Ogilvie who said this, but don't quote me. The idea is we can't create demand with content with, he's, he was an advertising guy, so it's like an advertisement can't create demand, but it can channel demand. And that seems to be a similar kind of idea. Like someone has a problem already. They may not be aware of your product, or they may be aware of sort of your product category, but not your specific product. And taking that problem and directing it towards a solution, that seems to be a, a large part of what we do. It is. It's a huge part of what we do. And we're trying to solve the customer's problems with the content that we create. You know, we, it all flows together. We see what it is they need. We see what they say about the products. We use that to better reflect the content and the actual features and benefits of the different products so that more of the correct people who need this particular problem solved will buy the product because they can see, oh, it more precisely will solve whatever is going on in my life, even if it's, I need a sense of fulfillment with leopard pants whatever <laughs> whatever their particular problem is it all cycles through and you keep optimizing your content over time prettier pictures more video more precise written descriptions it sounds like the content people become product experts is that right <laughs> Really and truly, there are brands that I've worked on for a few years that I know so very well. I know them incredibly well inside and out. 
So people who work on content know the sizes, the colors, the features, the benefits, the material. With all of that information, you're, you're like a walking catalog. Just call me the, the 1984 Sears wish book. That's you. Um. <laughs> it's your new nickname is wish book. Wish book. <laughs> wish book more. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I know from my own experience, you were talking earlier about how our content takes the place of that in-store experience where you can pick up the box or pick up the product and turn it around and look at it. And uh, quite literally, I know early in my uh, career, writing for certain products that I know were featured at like the container store, I actually went out to the container store and sought out the products and spent, you know, time <laughs> untold hours hours yeah i wasn't don't gonna say the, but it's true don't tell the people at the container store that you were just well, window shopping for hours you you feel bad and you wind up picking up something so that <laughs> so you're making some kind of a purchase but spending the time to really get to know the product in a way that that the consumer may never actually get to know the product simply because you have to be able to answer all those questions and solve all those problems so that's great. I think that brings us to the end of our particular conversation. Is there one takeaway you have for the audience listening to this? One takeaway. The one takeaway I have for the audience is that your product can help customers achieve some ideal in their life, whether it is making it so it's easy to clean their measuring cup that has oil in it so that they don't have to soak a plastic cup for years with soap coating the inside, they can throw a metal or glass container into the dishwasher and, and it solves that particular problem and helps them achieve their ideal as a baking or cooking maven. Or if it is getting them some comfortable leopard print pants so that they achieve an ideal when they are shopping in the grocery store at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning and they feel comfy and fashionable, whatever that is, your product helps people achieve some kind of ideal in their lives. And it should be reflected honestly in your content with videos, with images, with written content. And then your reviews will follow with how you have helped them become the best version of themselves that they could possibly be by having your product you're helping people achieve ideals. That is very well put. Thank you for your expertise, Pamela. For help taking your e-commerce to the next level, visit www.vasogroup.com. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Follow at Vaso Group on Facebook and Twitter and at Vaso underscore group on Instagram. Thanks for listening. <laughs>